Welcome to Ikoyi Baptist Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast services. Listen and be blessed. This morning we are looking at becoming a global impact church. Becoming a global impact church. We've read from Matthew chapter 5, from verse 13 to 16. The church that Christ came to establish with his blood was not intended to be weak and beggarly. Rather, she's established to take the battle to the enemy's gate and defeat them. The church is the most powerful institution on the earth. She's endowed and endued with sufficient grace and power to impact the world positively. It is important that every local church and our leaders possess this kind of understanding. It is one right step to becoming what God has ordained her to be. We want to look at some of the factors required if Ikoyi Baptist Church will be a global impact church. Last Sunday, we were able to establish that we are to be the light of what? Ikoyi. Light of our village. Light of where? Light of the world. And I'm careful also to note from our bulletin from, is there a vision statement or that has been there, except that maybe we are just reading it. Our vision. Can we read our vision from the bulletin? Building what? Intimacy with God and reaching the world with the love of Christ. And last Sunday, we were able to see our results that we had 25 over 50. Even though after the service, I was told that uh, we seem to have overblown the statistics. But we'll go on with the 25 until we're able to get the proper record. So Ikoye Baptist Church is not supposed to be the light of Ikoye alone, but the light of the world. Hallelujah. And if we're going to be that which God has ordained us to be, certain things must be put in place. The first we want to look at has to do with strong leadership. Strong leadership. John Maxwell says, everything rises and falls on leadership. This statement underscores the importance of correct and strong leadership at all levels of human life. If a Koye Baptist Church will be a global impact church, she must give serious priority to leadership development. We can't go global with weak leaders. Strong leaders are a requirement for going global. This is also a challenge not to joke with our discipleship program. Every member should seize the opportunity to grow in his or her faith. Pastors and members should avail themselves of every opportunity to grow their leadership skills. 
This will help us to become what the Lord has ordained. Hallelujah. Can we turn to Acts chapter 13? An example of a global impact church. It's from this church that Barnabas and Saul were commissioned and they turned the world upside down. That church was blessed with strong leaders. Acts chapter 13, can we all read verse 1 together? Acts chapter 13. Are you there? Can we read together Acts 13 verse 1? There were prophets and teachers. Hallelujah. Just one local church blessed with this category of leaders, prophets and teachers in this local church. And even when God picked these two out of the congregation, that local church did not suffer because they were blessed with many of such. May the Lord bless Ekoi Baptist Church with strong leaders in Jesus' name. And the ones that the Lord has blessed us with, may he give us the wisdom to deploy them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can you hear me touch your neighbor this morning? Get ready to go to the world. Hallelujah. Very soon, some of us will be deployed. I don't know to where, to Canada, to Europe, to various parts of Africa, to plant churches for him. It shall be so in Jesus' name. I didn't hear your amen. That amen is too baptistic. Can you shout a better amen? amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Another requirement is godly vision, God-given vision. Closely related to the issue of leadership is vision. It is the leader that casts the vision for the followers. A visionless leader is a dangerous leader. If we eventually lead those following him, into a ditch. Christ's vision for his church is global and we all need to embrace that vision to be a global impact church. We are the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Our mission is to start in Jerusalem and not to end there. We are to move from Jerusalem to Judea to Samaria, and then to the ends of the earth. Number three, the Global Impact Church must have a rich prayer base. Prayer is one of the means of helping a church make global impact. Prayer will help a church in gaining speed in the accomplishment of a mandate. Christ revealed that his father's house is to be a house of what? A house of prayer for all nations. Every local church is to be a praying church. A prayerless church is a powerless church. The power of a local church is in a prayer life. 
A child that is weak in prayer cannot go far in God's agenda. A major secret of the early church, of the secret of the success of the early church, was our unalloyed commitment to prayer. They prayed around the clock. 3 a.m., they are praying 6 a.m., 9 a.m., 12 noon, 3 p.m. They were constantly at prayer. They did not have prayer band. It was a congregational thing. Nothing is wrong with having prayer band. But it's more dangerous when you have only prayer band and the rest of us. We are just sleeping. It shouldn't be so. Prayer was the duty of every member and leader. Nobody joked with their prayer meetings. They all attended, including their leaders. IBC must be a house of prayer of all nations. We all, pastors, deacons, council members, as fellowship pastors, men, women, youth, teenagers, children, must be committed to a life of prayer. And may the Lord pour upon this church the spirit of grace and supplication. May the Lord mobilize all of us to pray like never, never before. Hallelujah. 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 I pray God will make you a man of prayer. I pray God will make you a woman of prayer. I pray you not be a prayer contractor, but you be a man of prayer. Can you imagine if this morning all of us pray for at least 20 minutes before coming to church? What do you think will happen in this service? The grace of God, the glory of God that be available in this meeting will be exceptional. There's some of us, you wake up in the morning, you don't even remember to read Bible or anything, you enter your car, you're off. And you come back tired in the night. You want to pray, to pray is a problem. Some of us, you need them to pray. Instead of saying, Father, forgive me. Say, Father, I forgive you. Prayerlessness is the order of the day in today's church. If you want what they had, we must do what they were doing. They were men and women of prayer. Some of them did not have the theology we have. They did not have the education that, they, that we have, but they carried great power with God because they were men and women of prayer. Can I ask you this morning, how is your prayer life? If Ikoi Baptist Church will be a global impact church, prayer should not be delegated to the pastors alone or the prayer band or the deacons. All of us must be men and women of prayer. A life of faith is required to become a global impact church. Scripture says in 2 Corinthians 5, 7, we walk by faith and not by sight. The believer's walk with God is a walk of faith. Without faith, we cannot please God. 
It takes faith to be a church with global impact. May I ask Equal Baptist Church, do you believe that God can use us to impact our world? Do we believe? Can we trust God? Then the next couple of years, you'll be talking about Equal Baptist Church in various parts of Africa, various parts of Europe, various parts of North America. Do you believe that it is possible? I'm not hearing. Let me ask your neighbor, do you think it's possible and get a response from your neighbor? What this man is saying, do you think it's possible? Is it real? Hallelujah. 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 With God, all things are. We quote it, but many times we don't believe it. But that's the truth. That's the truth. That's the reality. And we must respond in the affirmative. May the Lord strengthen our faith. Hallelujah. Unity is another critical factor. It will be very difficult and perhaps impossible for a divided church to have global impact. Complete unity is required for us to impact our world as a local church. There must be unity at all levels in the leadership as well as in the followership. A major factor for the progress on the Barber project was unity. Even God recognized that and said the people, they are one, and if you don't stop them, they will succeed in that venture. I'm calling on each of, each of us this morning to be instruments of peace and agents of unity. If we shall be a church that we have global impact, We've got to be strongly united. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Not that the MMU will be going this way, the WMU are going this way, the Dickens are going this way, pastors are going this way. It won't work. One heart, one mind, and one speech. Effective partnership. Becoming a church with global impact cannot be done alone. It requires effective networking. It will require looking for the right people, organizations, and churches to partner with. And may the Lord connect us with such people and churches and conferences to impact our world. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It may not be possible for all of us to travel to Bayesa State, to Aquaibon State, to some part of the north, but we can partner with some churches around that area, their conferences, to do a lot for the kingdom. It will interest you that there are local governments in Nigeria. We are not just talking about a Baptist church or Baptist presence now. No living church existing in such communities. You have places that are dominated by spiritual churches given to all kinds of satanism 
that God is waiting for us to come and conquer. And I trust that heaven will help us to his own glory. We need the right mindset. We need the right mindset to be able to conquer our world. Becoming a global empire church demands that we think big. We should not have a grasshopper mentality and expect to go global. For as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. You are a product of your thoughts. Think big. Think positively. We need the right strategy. And we see God giving them strategy in Acts chapter 1 verse 8 when they were advised to start their ministry from where? Jerusalem down the line to the ends of the earth. Conquering the world is not a joke. It is a God-sized assignment. The right strategy is therefore required to face this trust and not be crushed by its heavy weight. Getting the right strategy demands that we engage in consistent prayers and depend on the Holy Spirit. What work in A may not work in B, and that's the reason why we have to be consistent in our prayers and dependence on the Holy Spirit. Why do we want to go global? Why do we want to become a global impact church? Is it to fail our ego or to pride ourselves in the fact that we can do something? We need the right motive. Hallelujah. To be a global impact church. Pure motive in doing whatever we are doing for the kingdom is very, very important. God weighs our thoughts. Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians 3, 12 to 15 declares that every man's work shall be revealed by fire. Any work done with the wrong motive will be born by fire. A motive as we engage in building a global impact church should be to do what? Glorify the almighty God and not to please ourselves. Holiness is essential to making heaven. Holiness is not just a requirement to make heaven anyway. And like I said here, it's not just the doctrine of the deeper life church. It's the doctrine of the Bible. It's essential for effective Christian service as we see in 2 Timothy chapter 2. If you're going to be a vessel unto honor, you must have done what? Cleanse yourself from every filthiness, every defilement. Holiness has to do with being consecrated, being set apart for the use of the almighty God. If we're going to be a global impact church, we must maximize every opportunity that comes our way. There are a lot of opportunities to influence our world as a denomination. But unfortunately, we have not taken advantage of those opportunities. And that's what we see the redeemed church of God taking advantage of. 
why is it that in 185 nations of the world today, you have the redeemed Christian church of God? It's because they maximize the opportunities. We have such opportunities, but we are not maximizing them. I visited Southwestern Theological Seminary while studying the U.S., and I was shocked to discover that we have Nigerian Baptist Convention meeting in Texas every year. And the number of pastors I saw in the congregation that could have been annexed to do kingdom work, there were over 200 pastors alone in that meeting. I was troubled. I said, what are we doing? Just clapping hands? Have we discovered the reason why God has posted us this way? And some of our friends who finished their study, they are not coming back home. Pursuing shadows. Such people can be actively engaged in kingdom work and send around the world. Hallelujah. 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 Our problem is that we are not seizing our opportunities. We are not being sensitive enough to the opportunities the Lord is bringing our way. Most of us here have attended some of the churches of the RCCG when you travel outside the, outside the country. Isn't it? How many of us have attended? Were you blessed? I know why we go there. You go to some of these churches, the way you are treated or received, you are not comfortable. You want something richer. And you go there. So next time, you have to go and start a church for us. Amen? I hear you say no problem. So when that time comes, I will remind you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's one of the way God works. As Ikui members relocate from this place, maybe from Nigeria, say, Pastor, I'm relocating to Europe. You're not just going there as an expatriate from your workplace. You are going also to preach the gospel. We will follow you there and start a church there. We have about six churches in Nasarawa State while I was in New Life. A couple retired and relocated to Nasarawa State. And they got to Nasarawa State and said, Pastor, come over. And today, those six churches were established and they are doing very well to the glory of God. We have a brother in South Africa who has been asking us to come and start a church. We attempted that last year. We couldn't conclude it. Uh, I'm carrying that over to Ikoyi Baptist Church. Praise the Lord. You know what they call carryover? Eh? And you are owing. How much are you owing? 25. Maybe some people are not in church last Sunday. Let me tell your neighbor we are debt also. Tell your neighbor we are owing God. Hallelujah. So you are, you are a debtor. I'm carrying over 
So carryover plus debtor. We're in the same association, isn't it? And God will help us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Many times we abuse the redeemed Christian church of God. They don't know much theology. They may not know much theology, but they have the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. They may not be able to speak much grammar or do exegesis like we do. But I can tell you that they have the Holy Ghost. Amen. And there's no door that the Holy Spirit cannot do what? Cannot open. We must be carriers of the Holy Spirit. And that leads me to the last point. If we are going to be a global impact church, we must be open to the Holy Spirit. The work of the kingdom cannot be effectively done in the energy of the flesh. Even Christ, the anointed one, did not begin any serious ministry until the spirit of the Lord came upon him in power. The difference between Christ's disciples and us is the Holy Spirit. The Lord told them, do not leave Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. They were clothed with power from on high and so were able to impact their world. People testified about them as men who turned the world upside down. One thing that has slowed down our work as a Baptist, I mean as a denomination, it's our attitude to the Holy Spirit. If IBC will fulfill our destiny and be a church with global impact, she must be open to the Holy Spirit. With the Holy Spirit, we will move and be more effective, we'll be more effective and faster in our mandate. Let's turn to Acts 13 as we run up. Acts chapter 13. Acts 13. We read it earlier. This time we're going to read verses 2 and 3. Acts 13, verse 2 and 3. Can we read together again? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Barnabas and Saul were sent out from this church to plant churches. What were they giving? How much did they give them from this passage when they were going? Are you sure? Please look at verse 2 and 3 again. Check for the amount. How much did they give them? Who spoke? The Holy Spirit spoke. And 
the church responded by doing what? By fasting and praying for them, just laying hands on them. And when you read verse 4, can we read verse 4? Sent on their way by who? By the Holy Spirit. Just two brothers. And they conquered their world. Can you look at our numbers this morning? We are more than enough to take over the entire world. If we are going to be fire carriers, it's my prayer that Ikoji Baptist Church, more than ever before, will be open to the Holy Spirit. The Lord has invested a lot in the Ikoji Baptist Church over the years. And our world is endlessly waiting for our arrival. We need to trust God to help us recover all our lost grants and pay our debts. It's not time for long speeches. Point of order. Observation. Like we do in Baptist churches. If they did that in Acts chapter 13, nothing would have been done. What has killed our work in most Baptist churches sometimes are those points of orders. We even overrule the Holy Spirit. If the Antioch church perhaps was a Baptist church, we would have subjected this matter to our church in conference debate. I said, this spirit that is speaking, we need to examine this spirit. This spirit, he has not spoken like this before. And the Bible says we should do what? Examine all spirits. So let's check it out. Somebody will raise up his hand and say, Brother, that's what the Lord is just speaking to me now. That's a confirmation. So let's set up a committee to go and scrutinize this Holy Spirit thing and report back to us by January whether we should go ahead or not. Observation. Observation. Point of order, point of order, point of order. And before you know it, we have drowned the voice of the Holy Spirit. We will not drown his voice. We will obey his voice. And it shall be well with us. Shall we bow our heads in prayer? Thank you for listening. We hope you were blessed. Ikoi Baptist Church is a Bible-believing church located at 5-7 Latif Jakande Road in Ikoi of Lagos State, Nigeria. You can find us on Facebook at Ikoi Baptist Church or reach the church directly via phone at 0163-20485 and 0163-20486. For more information, please visit the church website at www.ikoibaptistchurch.org. We look forward to having you back next week.